Listener discretion is advised. Oh my God, you would like Jason that I just dated. He was in a bowling league. It was called Bowling for Introverts. <laughs> what the fuck is Bowling for Introverts? Exactly that. Shame. 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 This is the Searching for Shame podcast. And now, annoying each other since 2003, Kevin and Bonnie. Hello, hello. Whoa, this is coming in way too hot. Test, test, test. Does this thing still work? Am I supposed to talk too? Sure. Fine, it's your podcast. You can talk whatever you want. Hello, 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 boys and girls, and welcome to another edition. Edition? 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 Why are you holding your hand there? Because the tone is a lot hotter than it was supposed to be. What's tone? Tone? Yeah. Did I say tone? You did. I don't know what's going on in my head right now, Bon. Let's try this again. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of Searching for Shame. Bon, it feels like it's been a long time since we did this. I think because it has. It's been a long time, Bon. It has been. Can I lean in? Yeah, you can lean in. (laughs) That's the name of a book, right? Lean in? Lean in. I don't read, Bon. How am I supposed to know what lean in is? I think it's a book. This feels weird. I mean, it feels like we used to do this every week and we haven't done it together in like a year and a half. But here we are again, back on the radio, on the internet. The internet radio. Is that what they're calling it these days? I don't know. It's a podcast. It's a pod. It's still a podcast. You could access it on the radio. Radio's live, I feel like. This is not live. This is not live? Mm-mm. How do you know we're not doing this live? Because I just know. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Well, guys, <laughs> we've missed you. We have come out of retirement. This is our Searching for Shame coronavirus slash quarantine special. I am uh, holed up here at Bonnie's place in South Austin. I've been... um, Sounds like you're stuck here. I am. Uh, A lot of people don't know this, but since we stopped doing the show, Bon, our relationship finally started. It picked off. We were fighting by the time we ended this thing. And then we were like, screw it. We're not going to do the show anymore, but we are going to live together and bang it out and do those (laughs) things that people... this? (laughs) Bonnie, don't try to deny it. This was big news that we wanted to share with the fans. Are you trying to deny that you and I are finally... Is that the sound you make when you have sex? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Bonnie, we haven't done this in a long time. We uh, we decided we were going to put this together at your birthday party. Bonnie's birthday was... Uh, am I talking too loud? No, but people will get mad because you said party. Well, we'll get into whatever that was. That we can either on my list. I don't know if, if... Number four. Number four on your list. I don't know who's listening, but for the record, we had a gathering for Bonnie's birthday last weekend. And there were exactly... Last Wednesday. That was a week ago. Mm-hmm. There were exactly nine, nine people, people there. We confirmed it. And half of the people were in the front yard playing volleyball the entire time. A third of the group were in your garage where you've kind of turned that into some sort of 
makeshift gym. I love it. Thank you. Do you want to tell people about that real quick? Is it on your list or no? That's on my list. Before you get started, I want to point out that Bonnie, she knows how to irritate me without really trying to irritate me. She just does it. We are sitting down. I've done the sound test. We're ready to go. Bonnie says, <laughs> oh, hold on one second. She goes over to the freezer and gets a popsicle. Right now, she's sucking on the popsicle because she couldn't wait. Am I being loud? Do you we hear couldn't. It? I can hear it a little bit. Let's she couldn't see. record for about 15, 20 minutes and rewarded herself with a break and going to the freezer and getting a popsicle. She needed to get the popsicle. So bad. Thanks a lot, Mon. I'm already irritated. I mean, we haven't done the show in a fucking year and a half. I figured we are going to be on this thing for an hour and I couldn't wait an hour. So instead of getting up in the middle, which would be even more rude, I just did it at the beginning. Tell us about the flavor your popsicle. What do you enjoy it's most orange. about it? It's orange. It's orange and it's cold. Hey, that's what she said. Is that an orange flavored? I think so. Yeah, it doesn't matter really. No. Yeah. Yeah, They're all so. good. It's just sugar colored. Sugar colored. Colored sugar. So let's talk about your party. Gathering. Gathering. That sounds Why can't we better. call it a party if there were nine people there? I feel like if you have a party, there's probably 10 or more people there. But a gathering has below 10. I feel 10. like a, a gathering is like around eight people. And we yeah. are law-abiding citizens. But the way your gathering came together, Bob, was very interesting because I texted you the day before your birthday. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, Bon, what are you doing for your big day tomorrow? And uh, I hadn't seen you in a while because I'm a bad friend. Like, I, I want to do something. I want to do something special for your birthday because uh, I'm assuming you're in quarantine with your kids, blah, blah, blah. She says, oh, I really have nothing going on. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to stop by and I'm going to have a special delivery for you. That was like in the morning, the day before your birthday. Later on that day, your daughter, Chloe, gets a hold of your phone. She just starts bombarding everyone. She put together like five or six people on this text string. She goes, hey, guys, it's my mom's birthday party tomorrow. Tomorrow night, make sure you're here at 530 sharp. She turned into this little birthday dictator. (laughs) She totally did. And she's like, I want you here at 530 sharp. And I'm like, how do I tactfully explain to Chloe that we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic and we really shouldn't be having a gathering? Even though you're a very special person, Bond, the top thing I want to do on your birthday is celebrate you, but we are in the middle of a freaking pandemic and it's not smart to get together. But I couldn't really say that. I couldn't be like, right. well, Chloe, we can't get together because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be safe. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come in. I know you very well, Bon. So I put together a nice flower bouquet for you. It was all yellow because you are bright and you light up my life. So cheesy. Aww. And I mean that. Can't you see how genuine that my feeling is here? I can. Even okay. through your face mask. Yes. We both are wearing face masks right now, right? Huh? We're being safe. Now you sound fishy when you say right, right. Right, right, right. I'm putting my glasses back on. What's his name? What's whose name? Dungam and the Dude. Yeah, apparently I look like the dude in, uh, what's that movie? The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, yes. I have something weird going on with my eye and Bonnie said she can't see it. You didn't have it. to see it. See well, it. I don't care. As long as people can't see it. Do you think it's coronavirus? Yes, I think I have the COVID-19 <laughs> on, under my, uh, my left eye. That's how it started. But anyway, I brought you a nice bouquet of flowers. What's his name? The dude. No, I'm the dude. Oh, oh John, my God, I'm not I don't, the dude. John Goodman's character. I can't remember his actual. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Market zero, next frame. Bullshit, Walter. Market eight, dude. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Hey. I want to call you that right but now. But I brought you a nice yellow bouquet of flowers. I brought you three masks for you and your lovely daughters. And I brought you some ganja. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Because I care about you, Bon. I, and you know I was stuck here in my house. I knew you were stuck here in your house. No way. But you really were not really alone. Your dad was here for a little bit. I guess he just left yesterday. Is that right? Yeah, he came for about a week. He came for about a week. So it was good to see your dad, right? Yes. I'm leading the witness. How did you enjoy your dad being here with the girls? I did because I was already homeschooling them for a week earlier. And they had already been home with me for two weeks. So I was losing my sanity. Let's get back to the party here. So we had... Gathering. uh, A gathering. Sorry, you're going to have to keep on reminding me of this. Sean, your ex was here. Christy was here with a friend with a friend and her son Christy was here with a friend and her son I will mention that even though there were nine people here at one point, we were not shaking hands. Although I do have to say that Christie's friend tried to shake my hand. Hi, Eric Stratton, Rush Chairman. Damn glad to meet you. Mm-hmm. So I put out my elbow and I'm like, hey dude, yeah, I'm not shaking hands right now for obvious reasons. He like- Whacked it. He like backslapped my elbow, like kind of <laughs> hard. It didn't hurt, but it was just kind of like, he was pissed off that I wasn't shaking his hand. He was like, oh, tsk tsk, can't believe you liberal snowflake won't shake my hand. Yeah. I don't really know his politics, but maybe he doesn't think that. Uh... I think my dad said he shook his hand too. Oh, really? Mm. So. He didn't shake my hand. What are your takeaways from your party? My gathering. Gathering. Of the day of my birth. Law abiding gathering. The most exciting thing was, well, I think the texts that Chloe sent were hysterical, you know, about the masks and her picture and her berating Scott <laughs> about bringing masks and being like, do I have to tell you to do everything? Like, I learned this in the second grade. I missed that part. She was pissed off at Scott about something? Oh, it was hysterical. That group text of y'all, it was, if my phone was here, but I know. It- we're talking about when Chloe hijacked her phone and she's yes. texting everyone about she your She told me that she was wanted to send a text to some of my friends, but I didn't know what the texts were. You assumed it would be about your birthday. Yeah, I assumed it was something about my birthday. Yeah, like, okay, are these people gonna, like, stop by or drive by or something? But I didn't know it was all planned for a particular time. Well, I had talked to Christy, and our plan was to come over to your house at around the same time, drop off our goods for you, and sing you happy birthday from a safe six feet distance from the door. But Chloe, the body gathering Nazi, she was like, I want you guys here at 530 sharp. And I didn't have the heart to tell her no. I was looking forward to putting on makeup for no, the No, you were actually in, in like the shower when weeks. I arrived. In typical Bonnie fashion. Yes. You didn't even listen to your own daughter. You weren't ready at 530. Well, I didn't believe that people were listening to her. Jeez, I thought maybe my dad had said, no, it's six or something. But then I realized my dad doesn't text my friends. Of course I was listening to Chloe. You think I want to get on Chloe's bad side? No, you definitely don't want to because she will berate you. Sorry, you asked me a question. What was my most memorable part of it? Yes. When Christy got the listen to the message from her dad saying that he just got his test done and all of his cancer at this point is gone. Oh, I missed that part. He was just going through chemo pretty heavy, pretty quick for throat cancer. How did you miss that? I did leave before most people. So I guess Mm -hmm. her dad called in the middle of your party and said, hey, my scans are clear and I'm good. I don't know when he called, whether it was while she was there or maybe before she got to the party, but it was that day and she just listened to the message. She listened to it and then put it on speaker. So we all kind of heard it. Oh, and cool. We were like, wait, what? And she started crying. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's bad. But she's like, no, listen. She was so excited. Shout so out to I Christy. did break social distancing and I gave her a hug. So eh. how selfish are you, Bon? I you know. broke social distancing 
to comfort your friend if she got good news about her father? Correct. All right. It was the best birthday present. I think that's worth the risk. Shout out to Chrissy and shout out to Chrissy's dad. Since we're on the topic of cancer, I want to give a shout out to, do you remember Nick Andrews? He's a search for shape. Nandrews. Nandrews, exactly. (laughs) Nandrews had to go in for an emergency surgery a couple weeks ago as he had a little growth in his under area. In his balls? On his balls, yes. He had a a little... Lance Armstrong uh, cancer? Yes. Possibly? Possibly. Felt a little growth down there south of the border. He went in for his surgery. He was successful. Just one? Just one. Nice. Still got one. Uh, still got one ball. Duh. So much easier for guys. Congratulations, by the way, not to just like say so much easier to get ball cancer. So much easier for you, Nick, with your maybe what testicular is it, is it cancer. Testicular, that's what yes. it is. I'm like, I know it's not called. Well, congratulations, Nick. For so shout ball out to cancer. Nick. He, he was has and always has been supportive of you and I, Bonnie, and he loves us dearly. Maybe we'll give him a call in a bit. I don't know. Where does Nandrews live? Nandrews lives in lovely Tacoma, Washington, okay. which is about an hour south of Seattle. Oh, yeah. I and went there for a Alan Jackson concert once when I lived in Portland, Oregon. Living on love, on time without somebody, nothing ain't worth a dime. Portland, At Oregon. That. Home of the other white meat. <laughs> you drove from Portland to Tacoma just to see Alan Jackson? Hell yeah. Why? Because it was great. Bonnie likes country music a lot more than I do. I can do it. I mean, I probably it. nowadays wouldn't, but back then, maybe Sean Moore was excited. Hey, Bonnie, I got a great idea. Oh my God. Alan Jackson's playing at the Tacoma Dome. Let's get up there. <laughs> Your Sean accents are so bad. I do a better Sean than you. Hey, Bonnie. And you actually do pretty good accents, but that one you just can't what do. What are you talking about? It's my Sean Sullivan Boston accent. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? Bonnie, you're obviously much more prepared than I am for this uh, for this broadcast. What else is on your list over there that you wanted to cover? Just keep in mind that we may not do this again for another year and a half. Hopefully, it, wouldn't be that, it won't be that long. Wow. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. That list better be... No, well, that changes everything because this list is, I mean, basically things that popped in my head today to talk about. Obviously, I didn't want to spend too much time on coronavirus because I feel like we've been, you know. Because it's on our minds all the time. It's like watching a slow train wreck every day, I feel like, over and over again. Give me five minutes and then you can probably get three out of that. Is that too much time? Yeah, five minutes. All right, time me. Okay. Alexa, set timer for five minutes. Here's what I'll say is it's just annoying. Um, I just, oh, I feel bad for everybody and awful and it just sucks. Plain sucks. I'll say I'm trying to stay away from like the political aspect of it and just listen to the doctors. You know what I mean? Just trust the people that are in the positions they're in because they're good at what they do and the um the researchers. Oh, today. That's what I'll talk about. I think it was CBS or CNBC. I don't know. One of the four letter one words. One of the C's. Yeah. One of the C's. This gentleman was on there and he was talking about Emory University. You know, they're a pretty big medical university. They're good at lots of stuff. They have a virology department or like- What's virology? The study of viruses, basically. Oh, um, that makes sense. Say that's the type of doctor you want to be or that's the type of research you want to be. Emory has a program and they've been doing research. I think they're getting a good chunk of money. Not sure, but they are doing a research on all of their own healthcare workers. And the way it started was there was this 80-year-old couple 
The gentleman's name was Clyde. His wife was maybe Renee. They were on the Diamond Princess cruise. Oh, don't get me started on those fucking cruise ships. Listen, this is... Okay, sorry. I know, exactly. Gross. I don't ever want to go on a cruise. Ever, actually. I never did before. Ever. You know me. I'm kind of a germaphobe already. This is... Are you? Yeah. Thankfully, okay, I never looked like super obsessed with it. Like me? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe not as much as you. So... There was this 80-year-old couple, Clyde and Renee. Clyde and Renee. On the Diamond Princess cruise. Is this hypothetical or is this a real couple? No, this really happened. They were not sick. They didn't get sick for some reason. People are like, what the hell? And they had underlying medical conditions. Now that the tests are available and they're getting all these people trying to get antibodies tested to create different parts of like a vaccine or Uh long-term thing, they got tested. They actually had coronavirus. And now they have antibodies in them. They never got sick. They didn't know they had it. They were like, woo, we were in the clear. Then you have um, the guy Chris Cuomo from CNN. This is CNN. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Keeping them honest. Yes. Anyway, you can tell like he works out. You could tell he's like in good shape. He's a young guy. He's a very strong man. He has been down for two and a half weeks because he got coronavirus. Yeah. So they're like, what is the difference there? They're thinking one of the possibilities is if you had been pre-exposed to another SARS. Now the you know official name another for this COVID. one is SARS two. No, it's had- like COVID. COVID is different from SARS. There's like they call. No, well, now they've named this one COVID nineteen right. SARS two. That's its now new official name. So when they're starting to do all these, they're calling COVID nineteen the SARS two. Correct. Uh, yes. What's your source on this? Because I, I have never heard of it it just was referred yesterday. to as SARS too. Um, did you read this in Breitbart or Infowars no so I go to World Health Organization I go to Johns Hopkins oh, clinicaltrials.org yeah wow. you have to know your sources I guess that would be part of my message here is there's so much stuff out there know your sources my dad gets random things <clears> from <throat> his friends and it's like where did you get that and then I even just google it and I'm like well that dude is a he's claiming to be a doctor and he has a PhD in history and says he knows more than the immunology department at Tufts University. I don't know. Just trust the doctors and the ones that are good at what they do. Well, Stay away from according to like our orange president, this whole thing going on in our country, it's because of the World Health Organization. It's their fault. They blew it, according to the president. What do you think about that one? Well, now getting into the politics of it, what I heard from that, my first thought on that is, oh, my five minutes is over. Alexa, stop. I think he is pulling that money to give it to somebody here that will help out people he knows. Like, for instance, Oscar Health. You know, the... um, I have Oscar Health. Dude, I had them, and that is why I have... um, You know who owns them, right? Jared Kushner. No, not him, his brother. Oh, okay. But he owns... It's Kushner money, though. I mean, Yes, he had to real. sell out his shares of that, but he still has a massive share of the underlying venture company that started it and pumps money into I it. I have to say, I kind of like it. Okay, I loved them because they were cheap, and that's the great thing that's kind of funny because they survive under Obamacare. Right. Did you know that, what's his brother's name, whatever Kushner it is, he's the one that started lobbyists for Obamacare to keep it because if Obamacare got denied, his business dies. (laughs) The irony. But they are the first ones now that are creating these vaccines that Trump keeps saying we're creating. Oscar Health, this other company they owned. Yeah. They're the ones that are starting the first round of that. You see what I'm saying? So he's taking the 500 million from World Health and being like, y'all don't know what you're going to do it. I'm going to give it to my own people over here. such a fucking douche tool. I can't even... But I do think... 
I don't know if this is accurate. Any of our three listeners, if you would verify my sources. We're going to get at least five on this. That would be amazing. See, this is where it'd be nice to have a real show because you'd be like, hey, can you guys go verify that from these places? It's as real as we I make think it or this want it to be. Emory trial or study that they're doing right now, I think some of that money that Trump pulled from World Health Organization is going there. Because now, we're over our five minutes, did you want to get into what it's like being at home with a couple kids as a single mom? Oh, absolutely. Some? Okay. Yes, yes. Do, should we give you a three minute extension on that? That is actually its own separate one. That's number three. That's number three. So we're on number three. This is number one, actually. We're going out of order, which is totally fine, but we're covering all the bases. Of course. And you did ask, you know, a question. So that gave me an additional two minutes. Okay. All right. Because of it, the one downfall, I lost my job. Now, on top of kids being home, I'm laid off as well. But thank Uh. God, because I would be going even more crazy if I had to actually work at the same time while I'm at home with the two crazies. Who's been crazier, Chloe or Taylor, doing this whole thing? Chloe, for sure. She's always the crazier one, but they both just try my patience in different ways. Taylor, I'm having to force her to do her math at 7.30 last night. That's her sitting there for like seven hours because she's just like and chloe's just sitting over there in the corner being like 5 30 sharp 5 30 sharp yeah 5 30 no, sharp over here she's like done 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 i'm like we well, got a 25 Submit test 25 percent <laughs> um that one was the wrong one you didn't show your work on there like, <laughs> chloe's getting an wow. average of 25 percent on her, on her online <laughs> but she quizzes. finishes in 30 minutes and then goes and like attack taylor taylor oh, chloe chloe sweet sweet chloe yeah nice job chloe there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> Bonnie had to go get fried rice. She came back with a big bowl of fried rice. It smelled pretty good. I, it was so good. She gets an Austin East Siders in the fridge. That's the biggest fucking koozie I've ever seen in my life. It's like a football field shaped koozie. Touchdown. And it's like, it's probably two inches thick. I mean, that thing is wide. <laughs> Feel it. It is a little too okay, big. Backhand. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're in the middle of a pandemic, Bon. I know. I keep forgetting I'm not supposed to touch people. Okay, Bon, what is next on your list of uh, <gasps> priority items? Well, as you can see, I've been doing obsessive, very amateur home projects here where I have turned part of my they look professional into to me. a gem. Well, that's where the obsessiveness comes in with it. But it's fun to learn and practice, so... And then, yeah, and I'm just uprooted all of those cement blocks out there. Seven of them, to be exact. There was a lot. You've turned part of your garage into a gym. Yeah. Well, what sort of features do you have in there now? Did you see the rope? Yes. Oh, you have to... I wanted to try it out, but... You need to. It's so fun. So yeah, I got the rope, the big pull one that I always see people in the gym doing and I want to do it, but I don't want to do it in a gym because I'm like, it's always a really big, heavy rope. Well, all the the gyms are closed. Well, of course, that's a big thing. But even when before the gym was closed and I actually got to go, I never did that one at the gym because there was always like a big dude on it. You know what I mean? Oh, Maybe you were one of the big, big on dudes it. on it. Oh, you know me. Bum, 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 yeah, and it was bum, always bum. the big thick one. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have to like unchain that one and do the big one. And But I'm you're used to doing big ones, right? Oh, my goodness. Kevin. Let's get into some more spicy, Bond. What's going on with your love life? Uh, well, that's virtually non-existent now. So I was dating this guy. Shocker. His name was Jason. You dated a Jason? Yeah. Oh, God. I've dated like seven Jasons. That's gross. He was really nice, actually. Really nice, cute. 
good job. For some reason, I just wasn't into them. I don't know. And so basically, when I started my quarantine, I just kind of just quit talking to him. So you were seeing a guy for a hot minute right before quarantine. Are we talking like you went on a few dates or maybe you spent some a few romantic nights together? What was the... Uh... All the above. Yeah? Yeah, probably for like, I think our first date, say it was in like January. So before the shit at the fan, like a month and a half, enough to get him. We probably had uh, gone on like eight or nine dates. Yeah, I had spent the night over there. He had spent the night over here. Did you guys have sexual relations on the third date? Because I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do, right? I don't think you're supposed to do that. There's not a certain. You're supposed to do on the first date. No, it's not a certain one. Oh well. So how many dates did it take before you guys uh, went all the way? Um, I don't remember. Come on, Vaughn. Don't hold back on us now. I don't know, Walter. Bonnie's calling me Walter because she says I look like John Walter. Goodman and Big Lebowski. It, it, Walter is Walter his name. Walter yes. These are my new recording glasses. We'll take a picture. Bonnie already took a picture, right, of me yeah, deep in thought it. wearing my yellow glasses and a mask because we are law-abiding citizens. So yeah. you were dating a guy and because of the quarantine, do you guys text at all? Like, was there a falling out or was it just, you didn't really have a strong connection with him? So So you weren't going to spend a lot of time. I think he started, I think he wanted to start like being um, monogamous. Oh God. Yeah. So that freaked me out. And then I just felt like I was kind of bored with him. He started slightly annoying me for some reason. I think he just wanted me for my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually um, he enjoyed both parts, obviously. How would you all rate? He, all he talked about was work and he would always just ask me work questions. He owned his own roofing company and was having a hard time with the sales and would oh. just keep asking me all these sales questions, which at first I was like, this is cool. But then it just got annoying. Like, what about you? Like he had some really cool things that I had to stalk LinkedIn to find out and he really? never even talked about. Would he like, be like- he was like... a helicopter pilot for the Marines. Really? Yeah. You never talk about that? No. You found out about this on his LinkedIn? Correct. Wow. Then That's I guess I could have just- asked him and he probably would have told me but then I'm like you want to talk about your roofing job like that's boring Let's you're about- like I want to hear about your helicopter experience in Iraq yeah exactly <laughs> what did you fly over talk about it would he be like fooling around with you and he'd be like let me ask you about roofing no. selling strategies no he'd never do it during those times like I'd seen a train wreck when uh, John Cena's on top of Amy Schumer and he's like rusting on top of he's like I want to I want to make you a protein shake and, yeah you like that <laughs> shit oh yeah i'm gonna get some extra protein oh my and she's just like lying there and he's just like talking about like lifting weights and he's like yeah. i want to give you a protein shake Ugh. remember when you saw me lift 280 at the gym that day yeah, wasn't oh that my hot? god that was amazing oh my god you feeling that you feeling that protein shake girl <laughs> we are perverted minds i mean i here. feel bad i tried he was nice and yeah i don't know oh here's one of the actually craziest things which at first i was like there's got to be a connection this should mean something Something. And maybe it did. Maybe it meant exactly what happened. So when we went on our first date, met him on Bumble. Bumble. When we went on our first date, we went to Pint House Pizza over there at Good Lamar place. Square. Yeah. Great place, good beer, good pizza. Turns out, you know, you get to know each other. He was from Phoenix, Arizona originally. Phoenix, beautiful. Um, That's where he went to college. Arizona State? I believe so. And then he moved to Massachusetts. Oh, he was in the Marines. And then after the Marines went to Massachusetts, that's what it was. So he was married to his wife for like 20 years. He had two kids, I think like 14 and 17, his son and daughter. As boring as this conversation is, was pretty much as boring as I felt like. But I tried and he was nice and... How would you whatever. rate his performance in the bedroom on a scale of 1 to 10? Hmm. I would say 
six, maybe seven-ish. Mm. Yeah, six to seven. That's not really impressive, huh? Yeah. It was like, eh, it's good enough. Like, you're here, I'll bang you. But you weren't like, oh, shoot, I can't have sex with this guy anymore. Correct. I was like, great time to just stop talking. Right. But he was very nice. I wish him the best. I think of, like, a Chad with you were just in a relationship for 20 years and you've just been out for not that long. Like, wanting to go right back into another relationship, it's like, what is that? That's just weird to me. Is that weird? Or is not that weird that I think that's weird? Don't you think that as... I think some people are like that. That's just not me. Hopefully he finds somebody else that, like, really wants to, like, just get into a relationship and yeah we won't get into chad because that's been a couple years and we don't want to go down that go down the road but you've been single for a long time now what Mm -hmm. how long have you not been with sean it's been at least 10 years right no not 10 years we separated in 2012 so it'll be eight years in august you're not opposed to settling down again right if you found that special someone well it would yeah. depend. Every, everything would have to align. It all depends. It would all yeah. have to align like magnificently. I feel like you were, you and I were having this conversation. Maybe it was at my gathering on the day of my birth. You and Eric and I. It's almost like maybe there's like periods of time where you're with a certain, say a soulmate, but maybe there's not like one for your whole entire life. Like of course. Every 10 years or so you get one. I absolutely something. agree with that. Right. And then what if they kind of overlap? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. What do you mean they overlap? I'm just saying, what if that's a hypothetical? That hasn't happened to me. I'm just saying. Okay, let's just say you're with a soulmate. You think is either That's what I'm soulmate. saying. Like, say you were with somebody for 20 years, then all of a sudden, like, you know, a couple months later, you're with somebody who want to be in a relationship. You're like, what makes you think now's a good time? Like, do you think you all of a sudden found your... But that's not overlapping. In you theory, know, there should at least be a gap, right? together. There okay. should be a gap in between. My point was, you've been single for a long time. You're not needy. You want to be with someone whose company you enjoy, somebody fun you could spend time with. But if things don't work out, like with this gentleman, don't you think that their performance in the bedroom is a big factor in whether or not you want to spend time with this person in the future? Of course. Yeah. That's like on the top two. My point is you're willing to put up with more bullshit if someone is just like lights out, banging in in the bedroom. They know their shit. And I don't think it necessarily then means like you're bad and I'm good or I'm bad and you're good, but it just together wasn't on the same page. If this guy was like a 10 in the bedroom, right? you'd be willing to break quarantine. You'd be willing to make compromises. You would yeah. need that guy over here right now. We wouldn't even be talking right now. This guy would be here banging Kevin, you. I would have had plenty of time in the last month, but... My point was he was only a six or a seven in bed, and that's yeah. why you're not in a big hurry. Have you guys exchanged texts? The last text, actually, I think it was like the day before I lost my job, so... I got laid off on March 30th. The day before, he asked if I would do like a FaceTime call with him. And yeah. I'm not like a big phone person. And I think that- Yeah, you too. are. You just didn't want to- f- No, I like- You want to FaceTime with him. Prior to this, he knew I wasn't a big phone person. Not even just even talking on the phone. Like I very rarely talk on the phone. I'm calling bullshit because you are on the phone a lot more than I am. You like to talk to people. It's more about like, if you want to hear from that person. If you had a stronger connection with uh, him- it's situational. If this guy was Maybe. a 10 in the bedroom, you're thinking- Oh, he wants to FaceTime me. Maybe he wants to have a little fun over FaceTime. If he no, was a 10 in bed, I but he's only you're... a 6 or a 7. No. You don't think so? No. Okay, I let's just like say... you're leading the witness again. Are you trying to hijack my story? Maybe. Anyway, he asked if I wanted a FaceTime call. I said, sure, because I was gonna, and I was working on some random, excuse me, project. Say it's like Sunday afternoon. And he's Ms. like, how about, how about tonight at 7? Oh, oh. And I said, sure. And then I just never called him. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, you were supposed to FaceTime him? I think so, and I just oh. never did. And then... How rude. I know, and then he just did never text me back, and I was like, cool. Well, screw him. <laughs> screw him, Bonnie. No, that bugged him too. He's like, you're very you're very independent. And I was like, you say that like it's a bad thing. And he's like, well, no. It seems like I won't hear from you for a week, and then you want to hang out. And I'm like, if you're asking if I'm like dating other people, or... And he's like, well, I'm not. And I'm like, well, I'm not. He sounds a little needy, huh? He, and you do not like a needy guy. No, I no. do not. You want a strong man that's just like keeping it cool. Yeah. I feel like I thought about this in my head if I were to just describe what type of man I like. Somebody that just can kind of make up their own mind and do their own thing as well. Right. But then there are some times where, yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. So somebody else take control. That is nice. Yeah. You cannot deal with needy guys. Correct. We've covered this, right? Oh my God. Speaking of, guess who I got a text from? on Thanksgiving. Who? I'll give you two guesses. This is a long time ago. Wait. Thanksgiving. No, for my birthday. We're not talking five months ago. We're talking like last week. Correct. Okay. It was the week of my birthday and he says, if I remember correctly, you have a birthday coming up. I haven't. Chat? No. You said needy. You get one more oh, guess. Oh, John. Yes. No fucking way. Dear John. Oh my God. So, okay. I said Thanksgiving <laughs> because remember he contacted me like a year ago on Thanksgiving and it had been a year and I so, didn't respond to that. So now a year and a half later, he sends me another text. So John is a guy that we talked about when we were doing the show regularly. This is a guy that usually we only, we only go up to stage five. This guy was a stage nine. Uh, this guy got so creepy, so weird. Do you want to give us the cliff note version of what happened with you and John? I mean, I... I just, whatever episode it was, they should listen. So he got super creepy, super Again, needy. Why am I attracting the people that... Oh, it was a guy you went to high school with. I did go to high school with him. Yeah, but yeah. you guys reconnected. You didn't live in Austin, right? You didn't live in like Dallas? No, or... he still lived like in the Trophy Club area. And he was like, I gotta lock you down. I gotta lock oh, you down. Yeah. Like, Bitch, I, we might have been to high school together, but like we've only hung out once. We've hung out once and we were talking on the phone for two weeks. So you banged we live him. in different... Uh, yeah, you did. You gave him some sugar. And once he hit that, it was like, I have to have this for the rest of my life. I got to lock this down. What is your seeker in the bedroom, Anyway, Bob? I don't know, but it's not attracting the correct ones. We're back here. We've been rambling for a while. Rambling goodness. I hope people want to hey, hear from us. Yes. Here's what I wanted to mention. This is very important for anyone that's dating, even in the land of quarantine. Each state can send out memos about the coronavirus to its citizens about whatever topic they want to discuss. New York State sent out a little disclaimer about sex and the COVID-19. The stuff you should do, stuff you shouldn't do. There's a lot of unknowns when it comes to this crazy virus we're dealing with. So the name of the disclaimer is called Sex and Coronavirus Disease 2019, COVID-19. And this is verbatim from New York State. They gave a, a disclaimer about rimming. And if you don't know what rimming is, rimming is mouth on anus. And it says virus and feces may enter your mouth. And because of this, you could contract the COVID-19. So the state of New York is advising that during this COVID-19 outbreak, you do not have any sort of rimming experience. Is that so, what a rim job is? That's what a rim job is. Rimming. I always thought that was a blowjob. <laughs> what are rim, you talking job, about? Job? You thought the rim job is the same thing as I a mean, blowjob? I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought it was another name for it because I never knew what that was called. You rimming. didn't know 
that licking a butt is rimming? Do normal people know that? Everybody knows that. I don't even. I don't, I even... don't think everybody Bonnie, Bonnie, knows that. How could someone? My say grandmother generously? probably doesn't know what that is. My dad doesn't. My kids don't. I bet Sean doesn't. Okay, well, I'm talking about you and I. We're growing after. Sean adults. does. I don't care if Sean knows about this. Do or you not. think he does? Because you said everyone. You were married to him for like ten years. How am I supposed to know what Sean um, knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. What, you want to call him and ask if your ex your knows about rimming? parents know what it means? I haven't had a single <laughs> conversation about my parents about sex. So how would I know what Mike and Chris Who know about everyone? rimming? Who is everyone? I'm um, saying the vast majority of people with a good amount of sexual experience okay. knows what rimming is. And what did you think was licking a butt? What did you think that meant? <laughs> I mean, licking butt. <laughs> so when you get your butt licked, what do you call it? <laughs> at anything. You just like, oh, this guy just uh, flicked my butt. It's not a rim job. Yeah, that's what rimming is. Rim job. All right, go ahead. On okay. with it. This is not funny anymore. It's not funny for you. No, I'm having a really not. good time with this with this conversation. Our listener is not. Our listener is enjoying <laughs> this conversation very much. So anyway, if you live in the state of New York, which no is governed by the very, very reliable Andrew Cuomo, he is saying that rimming during the coronavirus is not advisable. You know, we don't judge people when Do it comes to... Do you think he still lets his friends <laughs> rim him? He's single actually he's, I, I, think, I think he's he a straight guy but hey there's no judgment you could be as straight as an arrow and oh, if you like I'm the occasional rim job whether he's gay or heterosexual do you think his partners does he still let them rim him does uh, he still rim them <laughs> that's a very interesting question <laughs> And Governor Cuomo was actually on Howard Stern a couple days ago. And shockingly, Howard Stern did not ask him about his sexual preferences and whether or not he still gets rim jobs. Why not? That's the stage to do it, Howard. Well, you can only go to a certain extent with elected officials. And I I guess he could. I could have asked him very respectfully and he would have thought it funny. How him and his brother banter back and forth. We got to get the Cuomos on this podcast. Oh my God, I would die. Huge fan. Huge. Huge fan. Would you have a threesome with Andrew and Chris? Yeah, but as long as they didn't touch each other they only touched me they're brothers that that would be awkward yeah i could just do them at separate times bonnie we're wrapping up our show here i feel like there's so much more we could talk about but we don't want to go back to the period of two-hour shows and we both know how time-consuming the editing process is for me i will kevin you're so good at it you get it done in like 10 minutes it's amazing really you're so good at it it takes me a lot longer than that. I so wish good. I wish it took me 10 minutes. But Bonnie, is there a message of hope? Is there something you'd like to say to our five listeners that I think would give inspiration and hope during these dire times? Yes. Just keep yourself busy doing fun, random things. Picture this. We are all getting time frozen for about a month or two. Could be longer. And just do random stuff. Just do random you stuff. you always say you don't have time for. Yeah, you've got the time for it now. I have Rosetta Stone Spanish. Ask me next time if I'm going to work on it. Como esta Dios Español, Bonnie? Um, como estas? My, how is my Spanish? Sí. Um, es así, así? Necesito ayudar. I propose that for our next podcast, we just do it entirely in Spanish or Spanglish. Sí. We could have my friend Malay on. Well, she would speak way... She speaks so fast, I can't understand her. All right. Well, Bon, you know, we might need to do this again because I feel like the people need us. Now, I mean, I'll check my schedule, but... Yeah. Oh, here's a pondering question. Pondering question. Pondering minds want to know. Say, hypothetically, we open back up for business May 1st. May 1st. But our kids' school here locally is canceled for the rest of the year. So what do we do with our kids? If people go back to work. You just let them fend for themselves. Let them do their own thing. Yeah, like, you just leave them at home for your, you know, nine hours when you're gone. Yeah, for the- Taylor could take care of Chloe. How old is she now? 11? 10? 11? 
she will be 11 April 27th. That's why she's going into middle oh, school next year. Oh. If she passes, we'll see. If she passes homeschooling. I'm pretty sure Taylor will yeah, be okay. She's, she's a pretty pass. smart kid. She's going to small. She's very excited because they have animals. What kind of animals? They have a goat. They have some chickens. And I'm not sure what else. You know how to say chicken in Espanol? Si. Pollo. Ah, muy bueno. Si. I like to pretend like I know a lot of Spanish. Yo hablo Espanol. Uh... Estoy aquí en Austin con Bonnie. Mi acento no es muy bueno. Necesito practicar contigo, okay? Sí, okay. Okay. Well, Bonnie, anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? Oh, yes. You're wearing a good good news only sweatshirt. Do you want to give a shout out to... Yes, this is my friend. He has his own, I believe it's production, promotions, and... She's, so the... Media. Yes. What's his name? One or all of the above. Trey, the company is... Where's the logo? Dirtbag Life. Dirtbag Life is the name of the company. Correct. Wow. But it's good news only. And the sleeve says, positive people, positive outcomes. Exactly. It sounds very Hallmark-esque. IG. Does it really? And I like it, though. Well, we'll tag him and people can check out his site. I feel like this sweatshirt is very reflective of your mentality because I'm very cynical. I will admit that I do not have yeah. nearly as a positive outview of the world. Outview? Is that a word? Positive view. A positive view of the world like you do, but I wish I was less cynical. I could be as positive this as you is, all the time. So how can we get you one bar less cynical? I probably need a lot of therapy. Therapy. We're covering that next time on Searching for Shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna have the oh, the next session, I'm gonna be the therapist and ask Kevin questions. Maybe I'll smoke a little next yes. time and oh, can uh, we do that? Let's yeah. go ahead and just like record it now. Okay. My therapy <laughs> session with Bonnie will be on our next episode, whenever that may be. In the meantime, if anybody would like me to ask him specific questions, you can put them in my DM. <laughs> yeah, slide into Bonnie's DM if you have any specific questions that you want her and you can bring him in to hot. ask me and bring them in hot. I'm um, I've got time right now. I cannot say whether or not I'll answer this question because I control the motherfucking editing process so I can take out whatever I want. There's nothing that you exactly. can do about it. No, exactly. No, that's totally fine. Uh, in the meantime, everyone stay safe. Travel time is on my side. Yes, it is. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. All right, guys. All right, take a picture of me. Love you. We're saying goodbye now, Bonnie. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Everyone stay safe. We love you, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Time is on Bonnie's side. Ta-ta, Tito. Ta-ta, Tito. I said love.